The following episode of a True Stories based on fiction can and will contain explicit language and graphic content. Uh, the listener discretion is highly advised. So this week we are back at you for the uh, fourth time in, in the month of May with a, a surprise episode with a special guest host who, as you pro- if you read the uh, d- description, you don't know who it is. But in case you don't read the description on, on whatever your podcast directory is, I will not tell you who it is. Um, so, uh, what else was I going to say? Yes. Um, so this episode actually recorded in sometime in March, I want to say, right before WrestleMania. So it's another one of our our wrestling themed episodes that seemed to do pretty well. Um, so we'll be back at you June with, uh, with the return of the PICs on LSD because our schedules are getting a little more, uh, appropriate. We have some cool ideas for, um, True stories based on fiction coming for June. Uh, may have another tryout show going on uh, in no particular order, of course. Of course. Um, so uh, that's pretty much it. Um, until then, enjoy the following episode. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've got to I'm one of your hosts, Randy. With me here is Evan, the third host. So you heard right, guys. We got Randy back again. Uh, as Randy promised earlier, he's, he's going to try to get on more episodes this year. As you didn't hear, we don't have Brian here because this is a Skype call. As you can hear, uh, Randy's uh, turn signal. Um, and yep. <laughs> and Brian likes to be in studio for like the regular show, so he's not here. But you got um, Randy and myself, and we're going to do basically part two of our wrestling series yes sir and this time i think we said that, that we're going to do our top three if we get to three factions <laughs> in, in no particular order that sounds good to me all right so i say we get right to it uh who's going first you or i uh you can go first on this one okay um the my first wrestling faction in no particular order is going to be I'll say the Hart Foundation, but not 
of course, that's been a long fucking lineage of fucking people, but I'm talking specifically about the faction when they were Hills, when it was Brett, Owen, Anvil Neihart, British Bulldog, and, of course, my boy, Brian Pillman. That was a good faction. Yeah, man. Uh, that's when the factions like really, start, really started taking over, because everybody had to be in a faction in, in that era. And, yeah, those gang gang rules back then. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck like uh, fuck like the, the attitude area. It, it was a game war. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, what was so cool about that faction was that they were the perfect hills because they were faces in Canada, but the hills of America. Yep. And they would cut all these promos, just talking down about America, how how we didn't have any morals <laughs> and how we were this and that. <laughs> but but they showed and proved with their talent because it was all all bullshit and like. Promo side, it was a fucking talented fucking a faction. Yeah, Although uh, this is when Brian Pillman was basically fully fully out of commission. He he may have done like one like one or two matches, but like this is when like he couldn't run and shit. But in terms of having the, the Hart brothers, Davy Boy, and the Infant Nightheart. Yep. And they were all related because Anvil Nightheart was married to one of Brett's sisters, and so was uh, Davy Boy. So, yep. they were all, Brian. all in there. But Brian was, Brian was the only one that wasn't. But I think he was—he trained at the dungeon or something. Yep, yep, know. yep, yep. He trained. He trained at the dungeon, and he was—he was good friends with like one of the older Hart brothers. I think uh, Brian Hart or some shit like that. Brian yeah. Hart or some shit like that. Um, what's also kind of sad about that faction is Brent is a, is the last standing. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Brian and Owen and mm-hmm. Bulldog, shit, and Jim recently. Yeah, like Jim passed, I think, uh, mid twenty eighteen. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Brett, Brett had that stroke too, so he's not quite the same person he was before. But yeah, um. I recently watched one of his uh, shoot interviews with um, that guy who always does them, and uh, he was yeah. talking a lot of shit about everybody. And I'm not sure if it's a pre or post stroke, but he is an ornery old man, and I love him for it. <laughs> he seemed. I've only met him the one time, and he just didn't seem like he really cared about anything at that point. <laughs> that was after <laughs> Owen died, and he just had a book out. And it was I think WCW was still going, or might have may have been done at that point, I don't remember, but I was at a book signing, and he just really didn't look like he wanted to be there at all. <laughs> shit, uh, in the shoot, he was talking so much shit about fucking WCW, he was like, I, I, I hate that I ever had to go there, I, I wish me and Vince could have worked it out since I could have said it in WWF for, for forever, because everyone yeah. knows that the WCW is nothing but bullshit, the shit's wrestling, I hated it. Yep. Then fucking Davey was there with me, and he was always drunk on drugs. Yeah, he was. Davey had problems. But what's cool about Davey, though, in that faction, and beyond that, I would have never known that he was a drug addict besides maybe like some steroids until mm-hmm. until we found out about it years later. But he was apparently bad. Davey? Yeah. Well, I read somewhere that Davey's son... Mm-hmm. Um, at one of the wrestling things, maybe it was a couple of years ago. Um, like threw a 
threw a cup of coffee or something on Jake the Snake because Jake the Snake was talking shit about David. I yeah yeah I didn't read that yeah, um and then yeah because uh, I think I saw that shoot uh, as well. That was mm-hmm. a, like Great North uh, Great North. Yeah. Wrestling and uh like Jake was also talking with everybody too like like he's so fucking perfect. Yeah. No, Jake Jake's got a lot too. <laughs> but yeah, man. But uh, like that that version of, of the of the Heart Foundation was the best in my opinion ever. Because before that, it was typically only a tag team, but they turned to actual faction. They they they, they had good matches. They had good storylines. and went up against um the Nation. Of course, it went up against DX. It, yep. it, it was good times. No, they were they were definitely one of the better factions. All right. Uh, now who, for mine, I'm yeah. gonna go with Torn by Creed. Because I could just say and I guess <laughs> I could just say NWO, but like the original NWO, not after it got like yeah, twenty different iterations of it. I was gonna ask which version of of the NWO because there's been quite a few. Yeah. I'll go with uh, Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, maybe X Pac. I don't know since he was there. Too. Yeah, man, I always forget that uh, X Pac was there. Uh, was was he the sixth there or, or six? He was pockets? he was six because he was the sixth member. Or if you take one, two, three, and add them together, equals mm-hmm. six. Since he was the one, two, three kid. Right. Uh. So, you're going with like like the OGs like before they split into two and before everybody in the fucking W C W joined, right? Yeah, yeah, the so original. Hall Nash Hogan, uh, Hall Nash Hogan. Well, yeah, Ted DiBiase was there. Yep. At Rick the time. Rude. Rick Rude. And then six. Um, six. Probably before Bischoff, yeah. Holy, holy, got in. And didn't because that's when that's when everybody was there. Didn't like fucking Tony Schiavone join or some shit like that? Or uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, there was a ref. They had they had their own they had their own ref yes. for a while. Mm-hmm. Nick Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. And the but, whole idea behind it was was great. Like when they were the the for Saturday night's show. Since everybody knew it was a tape show, they had like a taped thing with nobody in the crowd, and they were doing their matches with Nick Patrick wearing a mask and being the referee. <laughs> it was just, and everything was in black and white. It was hilarious. <laughs> they fucking changed the game, man. Um, that was probably, and that's when the Monday Night Wars actually started, because before then, WCW was no fucking competition, but like when they had the outsiders come and they would had the third member pop out, which was Hogan, yep. who who was failing miserably at yep. WCW, it fucking changed the game because that's that's like around the time that I started watching because that's the only time I ever heard about WCW. I yep. thought it was brand new at that point. I had watched it previously, but it was complete. It was something completely different than WWE. I mean, Macho Man had already been down there. Yeah, I believe. I I can't remember if he came after Hogan? He, he came after Hogan. Um, I think he came right after Hogan, because Ho- yeah. Hogan, although he, he could be an asshole, allegedly, he does look out for his people, because like when, when he signed with, with WWE, he brought 
Jimmy Hart with them. Uh, yeah. His nephew, of yep. course, uh, like the Butcher, and Randy Savage. Yep. This brings everybody in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, <coughs> it was always cool, like, when they would fucking beat somebody's ass and then put fucking spray paint in the Yep, own. spray paint on them. Yep. <laughs> and then, like, the whole angle of, the, the, the whole angle with Sting being, like, the outsider as well because people thought that he was going to draw like, the Join him, and then they thought that he portrayed WCW, and he didn't, so he felt like everybody yep. was against him. And then, like for like a year straight, he was up in the fucking rafters and shit, just looking down yep. on everybody. Well, originally, it, per Nash and Hall, like Sting was supposed to be the third man, but then it went to Hogan. Hogan didn't, because uh, Sting didn't want to do it. And then it went to Hogan, and Hogan was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do it or not. But it eventually came back around to Hogan. Mm-hmm. Because they, they were running out of people to have for the third man. Because <laughs> originally it was was going to be Sting as the third guy and turn on WCW. So why did Sting say no? Because, like, because he, he thought... didn't For his character. He didn't think it was right for his character. At the time, and all those guys have created had creative control over the characters. So mm-hmm. until Sting joined, then he joined the Wolfpack. <laughs> yep. As I, I guess I could make some of that NWO money. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, the NWO. So I'm not sure what faction has been more overdone, NWO or, or DX, which we'll probably get to at some point too, um, because mm-hmm. then. After, like, the Wolfpack broke off, then I guess they were completely gone. Then they came back again with, like, the, the yep. Black and Silver, right? Black and Silver, I think, was the last iteration. And it had, like, Bret Hart and Jeff Jarrett and I, I a think whole Mr. bunch Perfect. of those guys. Kurt Henning. That was Henning in it, too? I can't remember. Yeah. That's when um I think that everyone had stopped watching WCW. Yep. Was that after his rap is crap? I think character? that was right before, and yeah. that hurt my heart because I like Kurt Henning, <laughs> and I, and I also like rap. Well, he was he was feuding with Master P at the time. Mm-hmm. So like the, he, no, the no limit soldiers with Swole. Yep. Who, who apparently um, speaking of that, like tangent time. Uh, on one of New Jack's shoot interviews, he said that Kevin Nash cock-blocked him to be in Swole's spot. Because, uh, really? according to him, Master P asked for a New Jack. But then uh, Kevin, Nash, Kevin Nash said, no, you, you don't want New Jack. Like, he's nothing but trouble. You can't wrestle. All he does is throw shit around. He, and, and like he doesn't uh, do business. So then they found Swole. And he stabs people. Yeah. <laughs> he stabs people. <laughs> He uh he stabs multiple people. He, he he almost kills old men. Yeah, he killed the, almost almost he beat the shit out of that young kid. Yeah, his defense: the kid said he could wrestle, mm-hmm. but he also I don't think he was eighteen either. Uh, yeah. Mass transit or whatever. Yep. And then uh like oh, oh, the crazy part about oh the one of the crazy parts about that is that New Jack admits that he did it. He oh, I know admits they did it in the court <laughs> and he still won. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I stabbed that. I come deep in a motherfucker. I'll do it again, too. 
I guess this motherfucker. Part of the and, job. Yeah. And then who was the uh, guy, like like the old guy that fucking New Jack fought, um, who was what, an old fuck? wrestler? No, 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 no. Terry this fuck? was no. Th- this was after fucking New Jack was in any big fed. This was like oh, some really? fucking house show. Uh, it, it was some old, some old guy from the '60s who was still trying to wrestle. And then um, during the course of the match, apparently this older guy said something that New Jack didn't like. So when New Jack just stopped fucking doing anything like a show and started fighting his old man for real. Oh shit! I don't know. It was. He was a pretty popular older guy too, but yeah. But um, New Jack is crazy. Uh, well, it wasn't it wasn't Bruno, was it? No. Bruno still looks decent. This guy yeah, looks well, fucking decrepit and half dead already. I think Bruno passed away. But. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> he last time I saw him, enough. he looked decent. <laughs> <laughs> he right now he probably does not look decent. No. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, I but, saw Bruno at an independent show once. Did you? Yeah. Cool guy. With his thick accent, I brought him up. Yeah. Now, <laughs> is, is is his accent real or is it fake? Like is it fake? Like Dusty Rhodes, <laughs> fake a black accent, black accent. Um, I, I'm thinking it was. When I saw him, he, he didn't have the accent. So. Really? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Like fucking Dusty Rhodes. Apparently, uh, like the story with his character was. Uh, at, at whatever fed he, he was at before WCW, they said that they wanted to get like a black wrestler. He's like, who needs a black wrestler? I'll be the black wrestler. Like they like did like, oh yeah, cool baby. <laughs> it's me, Dusty Rhodes oh, here. I knew what was going on. It's me, baby. Man, that must have been done in Florida. <laughs> yeah, yep. Florida Championship Wrestling. Yep, because I know he was down there forever. And like the only thing that works now is when Dust Dustin Rhodes. Tried to do the same accent when he was the natural Dustin Rhodes, and he did a terrible impression of that doing impression of a job talking black man. Yeah, he could have just stuck with uh, the country things, what he had going on. Yeah, or Seven. Oh, God. <laughs> seven was awful. I mean, he's got to be making some decent bank as Gold does still. I know he doesn't wrestle on TV that often, but he still does house shows. And... Yeah. And. That's also weird that Vince lets him keep that character. Well, he's still employed by WWE. Is he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't been fired. He's not like Cody that left and started his own organization. Yeah. And, like, I'm surprised that uh, he's not going to join Cody. You never know. And so capacity. Cody's group hasn't even put together a show. Well, they have a show in Vegas, but... Like, well, we don't have a ring yet. We don't have anything. They're not, like, doing house shows or anything. Whoa, and, like, that's in May, right? It's, like, in early May. Yeah. And as that's... we record this, it's, like, late March now. Yeah. Well, I think May, like, 24th or 25th or something is when their their next show is going to be. They have a decent card for it, but... Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't do, like, any local shows yet or anything. They haven't really... Uh, got that going they still show up on independent shows to, to promote their brand so we'll see what happens with it they're, evidently yeah. they're shelling out a lots of money but I don't know and WWE is sign, is paying lots of money to keep their guys away from uh, 
AEW right now. AEW, yeah. They His pretty much just signed, yeah, they, they, they just re-signed AJ Styles. Yep. Um, they signed the entire, pretty much when the TNA's booking team from when Jarrett was there, they signed mm-hmm. all of them. Really? So Jarrett's, Jarrett's creative in WWE now and the wrestler Abyss is now backstage. Really? Yep. Um, Sugar Shane Helms or, you know, the Hurricane. He's now backstage at WWE. Sanjay Dutt, who's an Indian wrestler, works backstage at WWE now. But all those guys work backstage for TNA, Impact, or whatever. Wait, and wait, Then sign them all up. So is Impact all the way gone now? No. Impact's still around. It's owned by some other company called Anthem. Uh-huh. And they have... They have some different guys backstage now i think uh oh i can't remember his name a canadian guy he was he was down there for a while lance storm no he was a manager in tna beginning he was a managed team canada Hmm. scott demore okay yeah yeah i've heard a name before yeah he's Um, one of the guys and don Callis is doing some stuff with with uh impact he used to be the at ECW, he played the network guy. Okay. And he was in WWE before that, so. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I like the idea of the AEW, but yeah, just having straight matches, they don't have any build-up is kind of weird, too, so hopefully at these independent shows, all they're popping up, like doing like some type of... Uh, pr- pre-show shit like they've like been the views popping off they've been they've been building them up they've been uh i like the young bucks have a big match with uh penta and ray phoenix the lucha bros and they've been showing up at like some of the lucha stuff and basically just beating them up or fighting with them and stuff like that all right that's cool yeah that's chris cool. chris jericho and kenny omega do stuff every monday they come out uh the young bucks come out with a new video kind of building up the show and cody has his own youtube series too called i think his series is called the nightmare family (laughs) and it's got they have the road to double or nothing is road h is is road r h o d e s no they they just went with regular o a r o a d yeah he can't technically can't use Rhodes. Yeah, because their actual name isn't Rhodes, right? No, it's Runnels. Reynolds, yeah. So Cody Rhodes is trademarked <laughs> by <laughs> WWE. So he wrestles as Cody, the American Nightmare Cody, instead of hmm. the American Dream. Dream. But his wife comes out as Brandy Rhodes. That's so fucking convoluted. So yeah, and she—I'm pretty—I think she's on the one of the housewives or shows, or wags shows. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah, but I'll probably check that out. Um, all right. So for my second faction, uh, this is one that I just fucking discovered last year. But 
the triple threat in the incarnation that is um, Shane Douglas, no gimmicks, Chris Candido, and Bam Bam Bigelow. They were a good faction. Yeah, and that that was essentially Shane Douglas giving a finger to Ric Flair and like the Four Horsemen. Yep. Yep. And like the Four Horsemen had various iterations because I think at one point they had Dean Malenko was in it, uh, and like some other people. But like the mainstay, like Flair was always kind of like the mainstay of, of the Four Horsemen. The mainstay of the Triple Threat was always Shane Douglas. Yep. But when him, Bam Bam, and Chris Candido got together, it was a great faction. They had power. They had like all the belts. They had charisma. They, had, they put on good matches. Great promos. They were a good group of guys. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they, for wrestling wise, like in ECW at that time, you couldn't touch Candido. Nope. Before he got injured, um, he was just doing stuff in the ring that you just didn't see. Those crazy suplexes that he was doing. Shit like the powerbomb from the top rope. Even though yeah, we've dude. seen that before, but his version, his iteration of it was amazing. Yeah, it was, looked stiff as hell too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Bam Bam, Bam Bam was always a great big guy. And that was and, probably, <coughs> Bill was probably in the best shape of his life during yeah, like that, that time. tenure too. Yeah. And, and that's also when he threw Spike Dudley into the crowd on two different occasions. Yep. And him and Taz had that match. I think Taz had him in the Taz mission. Bam Bam just dropped down completely and they, they fell through the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Heyman is a master of some things because uh, Shane Douglas has never been a I can't even say he's a mid-carter anywhere else he's been like fucking no. a jobber but he he, no. he was he was a franchise for ECW because sometimes yep. it's a, a smaller federation to make people stars because uh, he was a at ECW he was a big fish in a kind of small pond but at fucking WWF and WCW he was a small fish in a huge pond Yep, because he was Dean Douglas in WWE. Which is terrible. And he'll, he'll claim that the click kept him him down. Because he, he was given the IC title because Sean couldn't fight. Because he got jumped by some dudes or something. Yeah, I can't that remember the storyline. Is that when Sean lost his smile? No, he lost his smile, I think, when he won the... I think it was the WWE Championship. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he had to relinquish the IC title because he couldn't compete. And then Razor took it from him. Or took it from Shane the same night. So. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious to watch. You see Shane you see Shane just grab the title and like celebrate for a second. And then Razor Ramon came out and just beat him for the title. That was <laughs> I mean, that does sound like some click uh, machinations, though. Yeah. And then prior to that, he was at, well, uh, no, Prior to that, he was at ECW, I believe. But prior to that, he was at uh, WCW, and he was tag team champs with fucking Ricky Steamboat, but he was still trash. Yep. He really was. Because I'm going through, like, all the old WCW uh, Saturday Night Show. Because, like, that's when Brian Pillman got, like, a lot of love. And then he's on... Shane Douglas is on every episode, but he's always trying to be something like that he just couldn't be at WCW. Yep. But same thing with Chris Candido, because uh, as a body downer, he was trash and a stupid gimmick, but at yep. ECW, he could shine. Bam Bam was, was definitely, like, the biggest star of the yep. group, but 
in ECW, he was kind of like the strong third man. Yeah. I said they all came off as equals in uh, ECW. And I think mm-hmm. they, that kind of played off really well with the three of them. All right. What other faction <laughs> can I bring up here? Um, for my next faction, we have to go with Evolution. Okay, with yes, Evolution. so I've heard of them, and I know it was essentially like a new version of the Four Horsemen with uh, Triple H, Ric Flair, uh, Randy Batista. Orton, and Batista. But I've never yeah. seen any promos of theirs. I've never seen any entering work. So, yes, so enlighten me, if you will. So with, with them, like at one point in time, I think they had almost all the titles. Really? And the company. I think Flair and Batista were tag champs. I think Randy was the IC champ. And then, of course, Triple H was the uh, the main guy. Yeah. And they're, like, every guy out of that group. Because Randy Orton, when he started with the group, was not the main event player. But he got elevated through that. And so did Batista. Like, Batista before that was just... Deacon Batista. Yeah, because he, he was, was with uh, Devon Dudley, wasn't he? Devon. Yeah, yep. he was Devon Dudley's heavy. So then he got with Flair, and then this whole evolution thing came about, and they uh, uh, they were, and each one of them came out of that better than they went into it. Because by the end of it, because Randy Orton had won the title from Benoit, Mm. After WrestleMania 20, I think it was at SummerSlam that he won it. Then Triple H turned on him for winning the title. (laughs) (laughs) And then Batista eventually turned on him and took the title. (laughs) (laughs) So they were were all, and right now we're having the final part of that where Batista is going to fight Triple H at WrestleMania. Yeah, because I was wondering why. He came back beating up Flair and then wanting to fight Triple H because I knew that they were in that faction. So, like, that faction, yeah. that faction, uh, like, didn't, did it end well then? Didn't end well because they all kind of, because Triple H turned on everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you ever watch that Wrestling Isn't Wrestling video? Uh, from About Triple that... H from Max, whatever. No, Landis. no. You watch talked about it. before, but I haven't watched yeah. it, though, no. Yeah, watch it, because it's, it's a quick breakdown of uh, Triple H's entire career. And when they talk about evolution, like, he surrounded himself with, like, the three toughest guys around. He's like, here's Ric Flair, this old drunk dude. And then he's like, <laughs> here's Batista, he's fucking crazy. And here's Randy Orton, he's a fucking snake. <laughs> I feel like I can trust these people. <laughs> and then, then he just ended up, like, turning on every single one of them. <laughs> But it's a hilarious, hilarious video that puts women in the roles of all the guys. (laughs) Um, On the web series Wrestling with with Regret, uh, the host named Brian Zane, and like he has like a twenty minute video on like kind of like that that time frame of when Triple H Triple H was basically the champion of like two years straight. Yeah. Yeah, and then like it made Triple H look really bad. But how would you compare Evolution to um, DX? I think Evolution was more about 
the wrestling at that point. Okay. And those guys going out there having some, some good matches. DX was just about fun and zany promos and shit. Being... I think they they were trying to. I think Evolution was just trying to take themselves more seriously than DX was. Hmm. Two two completely different sides of Triple H in, the, in those groups. I liked DX and those guys did kick some ass, and it was they're entertaining as hell to watch. Right. Especially in the beginning. Yep. Yeah, um, because that was definitely uh, like it. Like in the um, because I saw my first ever Randy Orton match uh, when they had that second Saudi Arabia. No, I think he was on that one. The Saudi show. Yeah, the second one. The Crown Jewel or whatever. Yeah, did didn't he fight Rey Mysterio on that one? I believe. Uh, I think so. He was one of the only guys to go over for that show. Evidently, those shows make WWE just the, the same amount of money WrestleMania does. Yeah, and apparently that's keeping them afloat because apparently like ratings are tanking still. Uh huh. And and then like honestly charging nine ninety nine for all that content for for like network is kind of dumb. And yep. getting all the pay per views. So but yep. but apparently that's keeping them afloat. Well, that uh, Fox just gave them like one point five billion. Billion? Yeah. All right. For man. for SmackDown. That's news to me because I heard like that uh, that Fox wasn't. Too happy about SmackDown, and then that was gonna be like yeah. a temporary, like a, like a like a, a ten week thing. No, they like paid them one. No, they paid them one point five bill billion. Damn. That's where they're getting the money to write these guys' contracts right now, mm-hmm. because they're offering like very high contracts right now to keep the guys away from moving to that other promotion. At least that's what the word is. Like some of these guys are saying they've never been offered this much money before. Wow. So. so so is a Dean Ambrose still going to leave? I don't know. They're talking like he is, but why would they acknowledge it? That's my point too, man. Because I watched uh, the last pay per view when like, the Shield got back together. Yeah. And like they were saying, Dean Ambrose, his contract is over in a few weeks. This could be the last time the Shield's ever going to be the guy. Like, yeah, they, yep. they never ate it more in my history. Like, they never acknowledge when somebody's leaving unless it's like a real person. Who, yep. Who's gonna uh, like retire? Yep. So yeah, that's a very good point. Like it's too convenient, and like they're acknowledging it, which is very, very strange. Yep. No, I I don't understand that at all. Why they're mm-hmm. acknowledging it? It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> um, if it is true, which I who knows? Because I mean, if if he is leaving, good for him. If he's not leaving, yeah. well. Just trying to work everybody, which is also fine. Yeah. But if they if it gets some stories going, great. I I like the Dean Ambrose character. I think he's a little a little crazy. That that's kind of what they're going for. But yeah, um, from what I've seen of him lately, because uh, as people might know, who listen to Network, I'm kind of new to wrestling again because uh, I didn't watch for years. So now with a, like with like Network, I'm catching up on all the old shit. And the new Dean Ambrose is pretty cool, but mm-hmm. circa 2012 when he had like the, <laughs> the longer hair and he, he looked yeah. drunk all the time on purpose, like like it was kind of bad. His acting was bad.
experiencing some technical difficulties. Yeah. All right. Hello. Uh, yeah, like you broke up for a second. Someone broke Hello. up. Me, uh, 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 can you hear me now? Yeah. No, I, yep. I was getting another call in. Okay. That makes sense, then. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, all right, so my third faction, let me see here. There's a lot of factions to go through. Um, this one that I put in is brand new. It hasn't fully formed yet, and I, I don't know who's going to be in it, but I'm excited about it, and it's the Four Horsewomen. I'll be excited if it happens. Which one? Are you talking the UFC Four Horsewomen or the WWE Four Horsewomen? The uh, WWE. Okay. Because uh, when... They already have the UFC Four They have all four UFC Four Horsemen signed. Really? Yeah, three of them are down at NXT right now. And Ronda Rousey's the fourth. Really? Yeah. So when her contract is done at uh, Mania, she's going back to like UFC like as a member of the Four Horsemen? No, the three of them are down in NXT right now working. Wait, uh, but Shayna, Shayna Baszler, the okay. uh, Queen of Spades, who's the NXT Women's Champ right now, mm-hmm. and then two of the other ones—I can't remember the names off the top of my head—but um, the two other four horsewomen are signed to WWE. So they were in UFC. They called themselves the Four Horsewomen, but they're all signed with WWE now. And there's always been talk about a four horsewoman versus a four horsewoman match. Yeah, cause, cause like one that I'm talking about was going to be, uh, I mean, cause when Sasha Banks fought Ronda Rousey at mm-hmm. Royal Rumble, yep, she put a four horseman sign. Yep, yeah, because so I, it's Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte. Okay, that's what I thought. It did like that's a good fucking four horseman to me. Yep. Well, four horse women. Yeah, when they were in NXT, they called themselves. So they're the ones that kind of got the wrestling, like the women's wrestling, going again. Because mm-hmm. they could actually go in the ring. They're phenomenal. Yeah. Man, the fucking bank statement is one of the best best fucking finishers I've seen in a yep. long fucking time. Yeah, the lung blower with the uh, float over to the crossface. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that shit is amazing, man. And yep. fucking uh, Snoop Dogg's cousin. Is it really though? It is. How? How is everybody? Because apparently Brandy is Snoop Dogg's cousin. Uh, Ray J, Dad yep. Hillinger, Sasha Banks. Everybody Snoop Dogg's cousin. I don't man. know. He brought her to WrestleMania before when I he s- was a, when he was a, a special guest or something. So yeah, his uh. His Hall of Fame here. And, and yep. I saw that part, and they said they were cousins, but how? I don't know. Because she looks Mexican to me. Well, it's got to be on her dad's side, because yeah, pretty sure her mom's white. Or or Hispanic of some kind. That could be. Like, yeah. But, right. um, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, I've, but, just, I've seen videos of like her family before, and although they only, I've only seen her mom. They never really show her dad, so. Yeah, so probably on her dad's side. And have you seen have you seen her husband? Yeah, he's uh he's a, one of the clothing guys for WWE. Really? Because he's a pretty average looking gent. He is. 
I was shocked at how yep. absolutely he, he does. He's on a up, up, down, down sometime. Really? Yeah, he's on um, that show, the, that YouTube show, Up, Up, Down, Down, occasionally. Yeah, because I think that like she's also like kind of a big nerd. She, yeah, she is. Oh, which is cool. Yeah. And um, yeah. Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch's storyline is fucking amazing right now. So if yeah, she's dude. part of the Four Horsewomen, that's going to be amazing. Yep. Yeah, Becky Lynch is part of the Four Horsewomen. So. The only weak link to me personally is Bailey because I don't get Bailey at all. Yeah, she likes to hug people. She's just kind of like, just kind of go get her. She's kind of like and, gay. She's recklessly optimistic. Um, that was her character. She hasn't really had a whole bunch since she got brought up to the main roster because she was the last of the girls to be brought up. Really? Yeah, because she was feuding with Oscar down in NXT forever. And Bailey, okay, how long? How long was that Bailey's character? Like five, six years? Yeah, probably. She's outaged that character, bro. I know. Uh, now. Now on 4K TVs, you can see their faces are good, and she, and she looks too old to have that 12 year old fucking hairstyle, bro. I know. Well, that was a that was a Dusty Rhodes thing. Yeah, I can see it. Cause Dusty yep. Rhodes stuck in the. That was 20s. that was a Dusty Rhodes thing with her, her with the headband and the uh, the hair to the side. He's like, that's you. He's like, this is your character. Your character has her hair like this all the time. He's like, I want you when you before you do your thing, I want you to adjust it, make sure your your hair is tight or whatever. He's like, that's gonna be your shtick. Well, I think that she's evolved past that stick I and know. she needs to fucking stop doing it, especially if they she actually form for her horsewoman. Yeah, because she, she she looks like thirty eight, honestly, which, yeah. which is fine. But that the hairstyle's for a twelve year old. So yep. if she was twenty doing it, it was something. But she's thirty nine years old. <laughs> she, it keeps, looks she keeps getting older every minute. <laughs> I think she's in her twenties. She's got to wow. be in her twenties or something. But, wow! Wow! Yeah. That, I, I hope you're wrong. Uh, as a matter of fact, I gotta fact check that right now because she, yeah. she, she looks older than us, man. I know. Way older. I don't think she but is. I I also like unlike the new Charlotte Flair, who's really a uh, fucking uh, Haley like her dad is. But if her and Becky are, are going against each other, going against each other now. How are they going to come back and form the horsewomen's? Uh, who knows? <laughs> it's always a series of things. Yeah. Because I've got to admit, I'm kind of looking forward to, uh, oh, yeah, she's 29 years old. Wow. Yeah. Maybe she's 29. Yep. Whew. That road life is hard. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, what? I forgot my points. Yeah, so uh, who's your third faction? Third? I think I have to wait on my third because I'm home for my driver already. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go take care of the fans. So we'll get back to my third. I'll say it was probably going to be... I don't know. Two feet determined. TBD. TBD. We'll talk about it next time. Yeah, we will talk. Alright, man. Uh, you having a good night, man. We are out this bitch. Later.
Hello? Yo, what's going on, bro? Nothing, man. I'm trying to get the speaker on here. Just a second. <laughs> no worries. Just turning my shit down. It's loud as fuck. Never mind. I guess I'll just have to hold it to my ear the whole time. <laughs> Couldn't figure it out. No, it's it says speaker off, but it doesn't show me like a speaker on option. Uh, probably just some Skype bullshit. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, yep. So, uh, do you? <coughs> no, you good? Do you want to get us started? Sure. Ready when you are. <laughs> 